Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast with its own online service covering all things from the wide, wide world of Nintendo. I'm James Matamontamagno. And I am Michael Sassy Pants Rivet. Ooh, so sassy. So sassy. I actually had one of the listeners reach out and said, whoa, you were real sassy in that last episode. So I figured, you know what, let's keep that ball rolling. I like I like that. Sassy, sassy. Well, you're back from the road, so welcome back. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And now I'm on the road. <laughs> and now you are. We just keep tapping out. I am. I'm in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Ah, where you get anywhere slowly. Yes, everything is far away, walking, driving, flying, everything is terribly far, and every single fast food chain is in existence, <laughs> and every hotel chain is right next to each other. It's 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 not, to me, it's not the happiest place on earth, because uh, <laughs> I don't enjoy walking around in 180% humidity, but oh. if that's what you like to do, go for it. Orlando's the place for you. Well, let's jump into it, Michael. There was the big, big, big launch it happened we only waited a year and a half and now we can play games online wait a second we could already play games online now we get to pay to play online i'm so excited to pay to play the games i was already playing before for free but now it feels i don't know it feels so much different when i play them online it feels so good yeah when when i'm actively contributing money it really feels like my dollar is going farther so that's good yeah uh, so yeah, so you know this happened literally the night before it came out. So we were usually record a few days early, so we didn't get the live hands on within as, well, really two hours because it went live <laughs> for me at about seven or eight p.m. Pacific. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a lot faster. They said three hours of downtime, but I think it was like an hour or so, and it was ready to roll. So uh, did everything work for you? Are you are, are you a paying member, Michael? I am, but I didn't do it the moment it went live. I actually took a few days because I wanted to see what was actually affected. Like I wanted to see what, where, where did I hit a wall where I'm like, oh, I can't enjoy my switch right now because I can no longer do this unless I pay. And to be honest with you, there was no point for me where I have felt that because I don't really play Splatoon 2 that often anymore. Um, I don't have Mario Kart. I don't have like anything that was really causing me to go all in on the service other than the fact that I wanted to start cloud saving. I just, that is the driving force for me because of traveling and because I bring my switch with me in so many places, I really wanted to have things saved um, remotely. So for me, that really was the only selling point. Got it. Yeah, no, that that's an interesting point of view. I, I'm, I'm seeing now that there's about a hundred and um, 125 titles compatible with the online service. So if you're playing Mario Tennis or Rocket League or Overcooked or Super, I guess Super Mario Party is not out yet, but um, Minecraft on the Switch, these are all ones that you'd have to have the service for. And I agree, there wasn't anything that I hit a wall on. Um, you know, I got the system update 6.0 and I got really excited. I went to the eShop and I didn't know where to go, mm-hmm. um, surprisingly. So I saw the NES app, so I downloaded it and uh, I go, oh, cool, I'll get this. And and I don't know how your workflow went, but my workflow was I went to the eShop, downloaded the NES app and it opened up and it said, you need to be a subscriber. So I said, all right, let's do it. I couldn't really figure out where else to go. Uh, <laughs> I didn't look very hard though, to, to be honest. And I booted it up. 
I tried to pay with PayPal and it had an error. So I tried again and it was successful and then I could play all the games. And then I started really exploring, um, you know, I got the app update. I started exploring the UI and it looks like the the online updates in a few places. The first is on the eShop. There's a new Nintendo Switch online area. And also inside of uh, your account options, there's a an area where you can see uh, your your account under users, and also under data management, there's save data cloud backup mm-hmm. uh, inside of there, which was the most confusing thing ever. I have no idea if any of my data is backed up. Oh, it is all backed up. I, I nope, not all of it, some of it. So I don't know. I don't know that that was my flow. Uh, what about your flow? How did it work for you? Cause it sounds like you waited a little bit. Yeah. So I waited a little bit and, and I went into the eShop because I, you know, that's what you and I pretty much do almost every day just to kind of see where things are and what's going on. And I did happen to notice on the left-hand side that the, that Nintendo online services has its own tab now. So I clicked on that and I saw, okay, I can do a seven day trial, but if you do the seven day trial, you're locked into paying I believe monthly. You can't select to say I want to do the seven day trial and then get the year pay option. Mm. It's you're locked into the monthly if you do the trial. Also, in addition to that, if you do the seven day trial, you cannot. You're still not eligible for the controllers, those NES classic controllers that you have to have a paid subscription for. So what they're saying is, we see what you're trying to do. You can't just do the seven day trial and then buy these exclusive controllers and then not you know, pay for anything else. So I ended up just saying, I only want to pay the one-time thing. I'm not going to drag this out. I paid that. And then I started doing the same thing. I I, I went and I found the app, played the games a little bit, the Nintendo NES online games, um, and then started to try to figure out the cloud save because that for me was, you know, obviously number one reason for doing this. So I went into the save data in in our settings and I realized either it's, I turned automatic save data on and I am still a little confused about what it's doing. So <laughs> I went through and I selected to back up everything. When I scroll through, everything is either saying it doesn't support backup, which there's a handful that don't. Uh, the ones we already know about, Splatoon and, and uh, Fortnite and stuff. But then the ones that do are still waiting to back up. They don't back up just automatically. I think what it's doing is it's waiting for you to play the game and then it records wherever you are and backs up everything from that point. I, I have no idea how the backup works. I don't know if it's just I select it, which is what I've been manually doing. I've been just going through and say, okay, back this information up for me. Um, so right now I'm trying to do it with Hollow Knight and it's just sitting here spinning saying waiting. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what yep. it's doing. I don't know what it's looking for. Um, I'm kind of confused at the, at the online save data backup system. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. (laughs) Yeah. So I am in the same boat to be honest with you, because I went through and I I wasn't exact. I'm still not exactly sure how it works because nothing was backed up and uh, I waited. I was like, oh, maybe it just needs some time. It's going to back up some things on the go. Mm -hmm. And I then opened up Paladins and it was like, hey, this hasn't been backed up yet. Like I went to play it and maybe it had already backed up something, but didn't back up the new save or something. And it was like, do you want to back up now? So I was like, oh, OK, interesting. I was like, OK, I, I haven't seen that yet. 
Yeah, it must be when there's already a backup and there's a new save locally. And it's like, hey, do you want to back this up? And you're like, sure. And then it just sits there and it's like, nah. So I was like, all right, I'll just keep playing. And it, it seemed to be fine. But I just went through now and I'm noticing that about 10 of my games have been backed up. And I've only played one game, which is Paladins. So I haven't played Rogue Trooper in a month and that's backed up. I haven't played uh, Super Mario Bros. Arcade Archives in seven months and that's backed up so i have no idea how it's picking and choosing to be honest with you either so it's very very strange as i scroll down my complete list the four that i told it to back up super mario uh super destronaut for whatever reason i I think that one it just decided to back up on its own Mm -hmm. but everything else i've been playing isn't it's just waiting to back up but i I don't see anything that's currently in pro in like in progress. So I don't know what it's waiting on exactly because it has internet connection. It, it everything's functioning. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's something we're gonna have to look up. Maybe we can get back to it next week and kind of report back on to what is going on there. So that's to me, that's the, the biggest reason for it. And that right now, currently the biggest drawback, what, what were your thoughts on like, uh, you know, the NES game selection or some of the other things that we've now got? I mean, we obviously don't have any idea about any of the special uh, membership stuff other than the controllers. So overall, what are you, what are you thinking about the online service as it is right now? So yeah, it's a great question. I definitely did play some games. They all emulate really great. I prefer to have them here than on my NES Classic. So I'm happy with the selections. I would like to actually test out some of the online games with you because what I've read is that the online multiplayer for the voice chat only works with friends. So uh, in this in this mode, so that so that seems good. I've also heard that the Mario Kart chat is a lot better, different implementation. So I'm pretty intrigued. Uh, overall though, I mean, like you said, I think I mostly have it for the cloud save. And when I do play games online, I don't have to think about it. That, that'll be the most important thing is I won't have to think about it because I already gave them money, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm not blown away. And I mean, it's just like when Xbox live, I just kept pay- I keep playing. I used to just keep paying for Xbox live, even if I never played games online, because I wanted to have all the f- perks just in case. So sure. Oh, it's $20. I'm not, it's not going to break the bank. So Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel. Like I said, if I get the backups working, it's worth the $20 for a peace of mind. As far as the online games, the, the selection right now, to me, is very weak. I, I Super Mario Bros. 3, Zelda, I mean, I guess I have some nostalgia for like Double Dragon. But the rest of these, I don't, I've never really cared about them. I still don't care about them like the original Mario brothers, you know, ice hockey, ice climber. I just don't, I don't want to play those anymore. I don't care anymore. There's 30 games coming out on the switch every week. I don't need to be playing these games (laughs) that, you know, are 20 more years old. I just don't, it's neat that it's there, but they're not games that I feel like I have to have that. What I would really love to see is like, if we could bookmark some of these and I don't want to see anything else because at some point there's going to be a long laundry list of games here. And I don't want to have to scroll through every single one of the games that I don't care about to see maybe the handful that I actually would pick up and play. You know, I would maybe have Super Mario Brothers 3 highlighted or Zelda or Metroid when that comes out in a few months. You know, I would have those marked off as like favorites. And then that just kind of stays on my list somewhere. And then the rest can kind of fade back. I'm hoping we start seeing that. Who knows? I mean, they may add, you know, 
all the collection to this at some point. So it oh, could get a little overbearing, but have we'll you, see, have, I guess. Have you not seen the move option yet? No, I have not. Oh, okay. So this is the best part of it. So by default, you see about six wide, um, five down, so 30 titles. Yeah. So you can select any title and hit the Y button and say move. And you can move them in any order you want. You can put them on a new line. Ooh. And if you put them on a new line, they make a huge box art. Nice. So okay. you can. Uh, so that's smart. They they did make it yep. so you could kind of favorite things. Yeah. So you can favorite it. You can move things around. It's re- it's it's pretty slick overall. So right now I have Mario Bros. Three on top, Legend of Zelda, and then River City Ransom up top, which are the ones that I was playing. And everything else just kind of falls down. So you could put all of them like, oh, I don't care about this all into a row and mm-hmm. make them tiny if you wanted to. I like that. Like, I like. Yeah. That. So. And, and I'd recommend you do it now. And I'll, I, then I put them in alphabetical order because then when new games come out, you can just kind of move them around as you see fit. Yeah, it's not out of control. See, and that, okay, and that's another thing that I find kind of weird. The, the whole process, right? While I didn't feel like it was overly complicated, I also didn't feel like it was celebrating anything. Like I kind of paid and it's like, all right, you're now a member. There was no, like there's no anything that's sort of like, you're on now or like there's no excitement to it you go into this window and like i, I had no idea i could even move stuff around it didn't explain anything there's no fanfare there's no anything it's just kind of like you're now you're paying cool yeah here, thanks here for your you money. go thanks for your money yeah. have a great day yeah exactly it's pretty accurate yeah so that's it i mean overall 10 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. I, I, I'm not sold on it. I think it's a necessity because of the way they bundled the features that we need. So yes, if you have a switch and you travel and you do stuff, if you don't play online games and it sits in a dock, uh, it's a tough sell, right? Like if it just sits on your, on your like end table or something and you're never going anywhere with it and you don't have to worry about anything like that. I don't know. But again, it's not like it's overpriced. It's twenty dollars. It's not. It's not anything crazy. So I do think it's worth it before that fact. But yeah, I, I I'm hoping more comes out. I hope we see more happening, and maybe there will be some really cool stuff that comes along with it down the road. Yeah, I mean they're gonna keep expanding the NES Classic titles. Hopefully, the cloud backups will back up as we predicted, <laughs> and eventually we will be playing some games that uh, you know require the online service and. And while I haven't tested the online, the new application, the mobile app, the updated version, I will say I have been just messing around with it. And it, it seems a lot snappier, more responsive, and it has all the games in there now. So that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, one thing, Michael, that is upsetting for some users is that many users in China are reporting issues with the online service. Now, China is a very different uh, type of um, territory, I would say, as far as not only launching games, but online services and just anything. Now, what's intriguing here is that many owners that uh, live in China of the Nintendo Switch are seeing black screens, connection failures when they try to play online for Splatoon 2 or Mario Kart. And what they're believing this is, is that they're switching some of the servers over to the Google, Google Cloud platform. So Google-based servers and the issue here is that the Google servers are banned in the country uh, because they don't let Google in. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they're moving from AWS or from Azure, where I know at least Azure, since I work for Microsoft, is in China. So I'm not sure where, where their different servers are at or what they're doing. There doesn't seem to be a workaround or anything announced, but I um, you know, want to say it to anyone of our uh, listeners that are in China, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to go to Nintendo Dispatch, tell us about your experience. I'd be really interested to know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Nintendo's working on that because, you know, that's a huge problem. I don't know what would happen if you, I mean, you, you have no other choice now, right? This is assuming these these users have paid and they still can't play. And now it almost seems mm-hmm. like it's kind of bricking the system. I, I'm, I don't know, can they play other games or does it, is it like system wide that it's blacking out the screen? It seems like it's it maybe just those games. Yeah, just the games, just the games that are playing online only when they go to play online or do checks for online stuff. Hmm. So one thing that Nintendo did confirm, though, is that free-to-play games, Fortnite, Paladins, um, will be playable without the online membership. And I think that's fantastic. So what they actually said was, beginning September 18th, as we know, a Nintendo Switch online membership is required to participate in co-op and competitive online features for many first and third party Nintendo Switch games, including Splatoon 2, Mario Kart, ARMS, all the games that we know of. Some games, such as Fortnite, can be played online without a Nintendo Switch membership. So I just think that's a, a quick little note that those of us that do play Paladins or I guess Arena of Valor when it comes out would be another good example. Fortnite, you really won't need online for this. If that is what you use the Switch for, again, it goes into consideration as to whether or not it's a service you want. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean, makes sense because I think I believe on other systems are not required either. So that's cool. I mean, yeah, why not? If you're, if that's the only thing you're playing on your Switch, and that's cool. And I, I didn't actually try to play Paladins without it, but knowing this, I mean, I was going to get it anyways. But um, we'll talk about the online play later, anyways. But what's interesting is. I w- I'm curious if there's different changes to servers for developers or some different code. I'm, I'm very interested how that works behind the scenes, but I yeah. doubt that we'll ever be able to figure that out. It is funny that, you know, you you pay for the game and then you also have to pay to play it online. Whereas if I get a free game, I can play it with no problem. I wonder if it's going to like games like Splatoon 2 or Mario Kart, if people if if they'll see any fluctuation in their numbers and if that will s- switch people over to a paladins Fortnite type gameplay mm. because then they're like well i don't have to pay for anything i don't have to buy the game and i don't have to pay for the service um again i think that is what went into nintendo's consideration for keeping it so low price but i can see some people just saying yeah i don't i don't want to pay to be online i'll just play whatever is free hmm. yeah that, i guess that's that's true i'll be interested to see how it falls out over the next uh, few months and what they do. But I imagine mm-hmm. it's going to be the same. It's Xbox, PlayStation, all the same. But yeah. who knows? Now, Michael, I know that you love hacking things. Uh, well, I love and it. You're, I know you're first to the market. Just got real excited. Download the NES uh, app, the Nintendo Switch Online NES app that you have games inside of, and you have already hacked it to play more than those games. So <laughs> the hackers have gone ahead and done this. I watched the video of it and apparently it's really simple. Apparently they're just saying it's literally the NAS classic, very similar source code, very similar online like code that's in other games. The, ROM, the ROMs are just ROMs. 
mm-hmm. uh, and they're just emulating things. I think the, the uh, I think that app is really good. I don't know. Uh, but they were able to launch other ROMs. I don't care. Um, seems <laughs> silly. Now, the question is, who knows if Nintendo will continue to ban consoles? There are checks. I did notice that, you know, they said that it would check online if you have the subscription so many days. And it has done that for me. Uh, the first few times that I didn't have a subscription, it says you're checking subscription, doing this stuff. So hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens to those consoles. Well, I, you know, I'm assuming it's intentionally easy because they do want to be able to add stuff. They do want to be able to change things behind the scenes. So I get why they're doing it. And, you know, you're going to get these games down the road at some point. I think it is kind of funny that people are throwing it in and the artwork was the same as what's already there. And then you would, you would play it and then it would show like battle toads or whatever the other game was that was, you know, placed on in its place. But I could see they're running these checks. It would be, probably pretty easy to see that something's going on in the background have that user banned or that console banned um i don't know if it's a risk worth taking to me for me to be honest with you it's not a new game it's it's something i don't need to play i I don't think i care enough about that yeah i already don't need to play these games i probably don't actually need to play more different games yeah exactly yeah now speaking of things that we don't really need um i would say the wireless nes controllers that nintendo is now offering for online members fits in that category perfectly so these 60 dollars nes controllers are only going to be playable or only be able to use with those online nes classic games you can't use it on anything else it's only while you have a membership it's only with those select games otherwise it is just a cool uh piece of plastic stuck to the side of your switch i already pre-ordered them so i'm very excited <laughs> of for them you did <laughs> i wanted i wanted to test how that works so i went sure. on to the website and I go online and I click on the button. It says validate that you're a member. And I was it validated and it was like pre-order, entered my info. And it was like, we'll ship in December. And I go, perfect. Mm-hmm. So that, I got them. I'm in. $60 nice. gone. I'm in. Gone. Well, we'll gone. see. I mean, hopefully, you know, in, in do they have a rumble? Do they have anything like that? Did they add any features? Or is it literally like the old NES controllers and then just, you know, wireless? I, I would imagine it's probably just wireless. I believe that is it. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out. I, I, you know, this, this right here is one of those things that drives me crazy though, though, about Nintendo. What would have been the harm? You already were a paying member. Why can't you let people use that for games that are maybe, you know, it's got additional buttons on it. You could easily have people use those controllers for some of the other games and have that functionality still work like a Joy-Con game that it's the same setup let people use these for that um and they gotta you know they keep it like just for nes games just when you have a membership because obviously you lose those games as soon as you stop paying and then (laughs) you're just stuck with the six dollar controller that you can't do anything with I can't wait. I'm excited to give him a rest. <laughs> All right. Well, something else that is kind of exciting is the fact that due to this online service, you can now play digital Nintendo Switch games across multiple consoles. But it's not easy. It's not a simple thing. So basically with Nintendo Switch, you have the ability to play downloaded Nintendo Switch games on multiple devices, but you have to 
jump through some hoops and basically nintendo labels the switch device you assign your net nintendo account to as the primary console so if you have a secondary you know switch somewhere you can use it but you have to use your account so you you log in that becomes the secondary console and then as soon as that's connected you basically have to pause the original the primary one you can't have it going at the same time it it needs to sort of be off it needs to make sure it's not like registered anywhere and then that becomes your almost your primary so the only way you can do it is if you kind of jump through the hoops of saying okay well this is no longer the primary this is now the primary that's paused or off or something like that and then you'll turn it off and then you go back to your other one so if you were on a friend's switch or something it's it's a little bit of a hassle but i guess technically you can do it so there's that hmm. i i would love to see this in practice because i do know people with multiple switches in the house mm-hmm. uh and how how much of the restrictions are actually restrictions versus how you play mm-hmm. uh, and it makes sense because they don't want you just sharing your account logging in and sharing all the games with everyone mm-hmm. so I don't know. That's intriguing. But enough, Michael, of the NES online. No more talk. We're done. Let's let's move on to something way more depressing uh, <laughs> because our good friends over at Telltale Games, you know, the makers of the Walking Dead games, um, Wolf Among Us, Minecraft, Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxies. They make those really cool games that are spinoffs of those series that are really amazing, like the story mm-hmm. arch ones or like, you know, by like you know episode one episode two they have um not shut down but dramatically downsized about 90 percent of their employees it's a very tough decision they tweeted out um to begin uh the majority of their studio closing um they're going to go down to 25 employees from 250 uh they said it's been an incredibly difficult year for telltale as we worked to set the company on a new course Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of the best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback. But ultimately, that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the game industry. So it's very sad uh, to see them go. I will say that I have uh, owned and purchased many Telltale games um, over the years. Uh, but um, hopefully their talent will go to other studios and bring some of the nice things there. Uh, and different news, though, let's get to some interesting, different happiness, almost, I would say. So uh, this was a mixed bag. A, a bunch of new patches came out this week. The first one is from uh, the team over at Motion Twins, uh, Dead Cells. You know, Dead Cells, amazing reviews, amazing game. Um, people just really critically acclaim, was in the top sellers, just nonstop and continues to be. Now, one thing that people did have issues with was some of the lag, especially on the Switch, that would occur when there's a lot of explosions or different things happening. They put out a a patch that fixed a bunch of other issues in the game, and they tried to increase the frame rates where they could, but they also put in a, I like to call it a hack, where they have an option that will enable you to force 30 frames per second instead of trying to go to 60 frames per second they themselves call this a band-aid solution and that they will work on bigger fixes to clear it up. It's good to see them working on it, a commitment. That's why I still think it's positive news. Uh, overall, I never heard anyone say that it was completely unplayable. So I don't really, you know, uh, I guess I'd mm. have to get my hands on. But yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear anybody saying that either. Maybe people are just super sensitive to some things. And that's, you know, they said 
I just can't play it as in its current state. I don't know. Now, you and I are excited for Arena of Valor, and now there's another MOBA maybe moving in on their territory. There's a rumor that Smite may be showing up on the Nintendo Switch. So some data miners found in the most recent um, patch references to Switch. So it's gotten people thinking now, oh, is this going to be happening? Is this coming out? And since Hi-Rez Studios was the publisher and who already did um, Paladins on the Switch, it doesn't seem like that crazy of an idea. Now, if you haven't ever played Smite, basically it's um, another another MOBA, very similar to Arena of Valor, but you're playing as you take control of like a god or a goddess from all the different mythological figures. I, I've played it on Xbox and I really kind of, I'm, I'm into it. I really like it. I haven't played it a lot, maybe once or twice, but I like the theme of it, sort of the god, goddess thing, like Zeus and anybody like that. So I would be super excited for this to, to come out. It's supposed to be, or at least it currently is in its current state on other platforms free to play. So I would I'd be all for it. Yeah, I would I would definitely be in. I have been pretty pleased with Paladins. I'll talk a lot later uh, with Hi-Res Studios. I think they could use a fresh... Uh, uh, logo but besides that uh, I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with it i think you would agree uh, yep. but yeah overall <laughs> I, I would definitely be into it because i did like arena of valor so i could i could see myself playing it in, in the state and it'd be interesting to see if they beat arena of valor to the market because you gotta be like, fast you, know, as, you gotta be quick you gotta be quicker than that yeah i know and arena of valor sent us new codes that they're having yet another test and hopefully they get it out there they did say this fall so we'll see lots of testing uh, yeah. Now, the last update before we get into some new products and other announcements as far as hardware and accessory goes, our good friends over at Bishop Games, the creators of Lightfall, which I talked a bunch about when it came out. I was so excited about it. I loved it. I beat it. Still need to write a review. But they have <laughs> just come out with a brand new update. Um, you can hop in. There's a brand new last boss, which excites me because... The boss battle at the end was extremely frustrating, so I'll be interested to see. There's a new speedrun mode um, season that's up, several other improvements, and on top of that, right now, you can get it for 35% off. This is an absolute must-buy. It is one of my favorite games on the Switch. I think it is amazing. Um, so that puts it at under around $10 um, or so. I think it is an absolute steal of a game and you should buy that right now nice nice yeah so moving on to accessories and products that are coming out there was announced that there's going to be a fortnite nintendo switch bundle that is going to be coming out it includes the nintendo switch console the joy con controllers the controller grip which is all normal and then you're going to have the Fortnite Battle Royale Double Helix, which is going to include a unique character outfit, a new backpack, a glider, a pickaxe, and a thousand V-Bucks. And then the V-Bucks are roughly $10 in actual money. Um, this is coming out October 5th, and it's the normal $300 for the Switch. So if you're a Fortnite fan, you don't currently have a Switch, or you're looking to get another one for the house maybe, this one includes a game and it's the same exact price. So I guess that's kind of cool. You get a little bit of extra stuff. Everything's preloaded and you're good to go. Why would you not buy this? It's literally the same price. It's exactly the same price. And it's the same system. It's it's, it's yeah. not like you're getting any extra art on the box on the actual console, but you're getting stuff with it for the same price. It seems like a no brainer. I think this is going to move um, 
people are going to be buying this for sure. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. And if you're looking for a new speaker setup for your Switch, there may be an option coming out. It's not out yet, but we'll get to that. So gaming device and accessory company, Yes Ojo. Yes Ojo. Ojo. I don't know. <laughs> Ojo. Yes OJO, I don't know, has unveiled a new portable speaker. It's designed to work with the Switch in its tabletop mode exclusively. So essentially what you're going to do is you're going to take your Joy-Cons off. You're going to slide the screen part. I don't know what if that technically has a name yet, but the console itself goes into these speakers. And it's kind of cool. The speakers on the left and the right have the original blue and like red color. So it still mimics what the Joy-Con looks like if it were still there. Um, their features are supposed supposed to have rich audio quality with deep resounding bass you're going to have expert quote unquote expert cooling system i don't know what that means for the switch but there's going to be more details coming out on that soon it also allows for 8 to 12 hours of play time on a single charge which i think is kind of cool and it can be used as a power supply so essentially if you're not playing and using the speaker you can still use it to charge the the console itself which is great the speaker will support other devices via bluetooth and it features two usb 3.1 ports for charging other devices if you just kind of want to use it as a power supply for whatever you have right now it is going to be an indiegogo crowd funding campaign starting in early 2019 um but right now it was just sort of revealed at the tokyo game show so this is something that we could keep an eye on. It looks pretty cool. I think it would be kind of handy if you're looking for a little bit more sound out of your tabletop experience. Yeah, this is slick. I yeah, it's pretty slick, right? I really like it. I, I'm very impressed. And these are the type of accessories that I want to see. Hopefully they mm -hmm. get a stamp of approval from Nintendo. But yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and I love how it kind of looks and references the complete switch, you know, with the speakers. Um, I just thought it was really interesting, really cool. Hopefully they get funded and go to production, not just get funded and take everybody's money, which does happen <laughs> sometimes. That Anytime I see a crowdfunding campaign, it makes me a little nervous. But I'm keeping my fingers crossed and we'll keep an eye on this. So now we are getting to best sellers. And as we started last week, we're going to talk about the top 10 now. Right off the top, we got Undertale in number one, followed by Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, then Capcom Beat 'em Up Bundle, which I'm, that's pretty good, right in third pretty place. Good. Then we got Super Mario Party 4, Minecraft, Hollow Knight, Surgeon Simulator, Overcooked 2, Cities Skylines, and The Way Remastered. And then in addition, rounding out the top 30, some other new um, games to the list. Senran Kagura Reflections came in at 16th. Risk of Rain came in at 29. And Bastion rounded it out in the 30th spot. Any uh, surprising ones? It sounds like Capcom maybe for you, but anything else that really... Capcom was for me, yeah. Any Anytime, like... You know, I know people love sort of those throwback retro games, but anytime it's in at the top five, it, it's always a little bit of a shock to me, you know, because it's just kind of like, wow, people, there's just a craze that people want some of these. And, and I think that was the fact that you couldn't get some of those originally on a console, I think really helped push that one. But uh, that was the, the surprise, the shock for me. Yeah, that one's really nice. The 
uh, surprise for me is that Super Mario Party, not even out yet for another two yep. or three weeks, still in the top five. And then all the the regulars. Good for Surgeon Simulator. That's great. I, I mean, <laughs> good good for them. And City Skylines. Yeah, doing good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I was, I was looking, too. I was going to see if there was anything else because the way remastered is 80 percent off right now which is you know the reason it's there it's always sometimes there's those great deals and they linger mm-hmm. uh, i'm just trying to see i know right now Icaruga's on sale i was hoping to see that pop up cave stories on sale uh hand of fate 2 is on a lot of good sales right now to be honest if you're looking and you're like oh you know there's not enough games for me to play well there's plenty of great things that some of the ones that i just listed off for you to get into and again lightfall you should just go buy that because it's amazing and we might end up seeing that sort of spike for next week. It seems like you said there's a little bit of delay. They go on sale, you know, and their their top their top lists seem to kind of they fluctuate, but they're also a little bit delayed. So I bet you we'll start to see a spike in those game sales next week after they've run their course. Yeah. Well, here we go. Let's break it down for the new releases. I'm super excited for a lot of the retail ones and a few of the digital ones. Now, there was a super sneaky release last week, uh, which is the Arcade Arcade Archives Excite Bike for $8, which is weird because Excite Bike <laughs> is in the $20 yearly subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, Hamster said that they're going to release a whole bunch more of the Arcade Archives. I just kind of feel as if you can't make them $8 anymore. <laughs> $8 for that game. Are you yeah. kidding me? I, yeah. I just, I can't even. I don't know who is paying $8 for that game. I'm sorry. I, I'm sure there's some major Excitebike fans out there, but it is not worth $8. I just played it again. It's Somebody should pay me $8 to play that game. It's garbage. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Well, a game that's not garbage coming out on the 25th, this is The Police 2. This is from THQ Nordic. It'll be physical and retail. It's 30 Bones. I am super excited, so excited. That I already pre-ordered it from Best Buy. What? Yep, I had a coupon. I got my uh, Gamer Club Unlimited. I got it for fifteen dollars after all said and done shipped. This game looks beautiful. I can't even describe how it is, but it's a it's a cross between a story-driven adventure, strategy, and turn-based tactical combat game. What's cooler is that you interpret the law as you see fit. So you're you run the sheriff's department, you manage the cops, you make decisions, and part of those decisions are trying to keep yourself out of prison itself. So it's not just all good cop, there's some bad cop going on there too. And just from watching the trailer, which is like a four minute cutscene, I'm just I don't know, I need this game in my life. So I did it. Yeah, the, that trailer was a little intense. I will say <laughs> it does look super interesting to me, and I love the style of it. If anybody's ever seen a scanner darkly, it's got this rotoscope animation. So essentially it looks like they had live actors and then they sort of like just drew over them. So they kind of have those very real animations, but are much, much more simplified versions of a person. Um, Really, really cool stylized look to it. Yeah, I really liked it. I really liked it. Another one that I'm really intrigued about from Sega this week is Valkyria Valkyria Chronicles 4, which is $60, both physical and digital. Now, this uh, takes place in the same time frame as the original Valkyria Chronicles, uh, but it focuses on the Squad E of the Federation. Now, if you've never played any of these, these are kind of a 
classical RPG, but also now makes in different uh, battle elements. So what's unique here is that for Valkyria Chronicles 4, they brought back this thing that they call the Blitz Battle System, which I find really intriguing of how you play this game, because this is part overhead turn-based strategy, part RPG, and part real-time third-person shooter. So kind of all of these cool elements in one system, which really intrigues me. So if you're looking for something like that, uh, go get your hands on it because it looks beautiful. So, Yeah, I, there's a demo currently that people can play and download. I was playing the demo, and I, I've never played any of these games. And I love the idea that you know the, the first game, I guess, was something people really, really enjoyed. And the fact that this is taking place at the exact same time as the first one, you don't need to play any of the others to enjoy this. Um, there will be some, you know, a little bit of stuff in there. If you did play the first one, that kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But they take place at the same time period and just different groups. And I really love the style of this one as well, because it's sort of this animated look. And if you notice, there's like this almost almost white clouded border on it. And from from what I read is that this is told as a story. So essentially, it's almost done to look like you're playing a book and that these are illustrations that were coming out of a book and it explains why it's illustrated the way it is. Um, really, really beautiful, really, really well done. And the gameplay is just a lot of fun and, and super unique. I haven't played anything like that where you kind of got this real panned out top down looking at the whole battlefield and zooming in and playing like uh, strategy and then going into a first person mode. It, it, it's great. Yeah. It's really intriguing. I want to. I'm going to download the de- downloaded the demo already, so I'm going to get my hands on it. And I know you talked about it last time, so definitely want to look out for. Now on the 28th, there are a bunch of new and re-released games. So the first one is FIFA 19 coming in at sixty dollars. Just more FIFA on your Switch. FIFA 19. Uh, if you like soccer, go for it. Now Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, was already out on digital download. I'm pretty sure, and now it's available in full release mode or was it just a demo previously i wasn't 100 percent. i think positive. it was just a demo oh so now it's actually out out 100 yeah yes okay got it. i was kind of confused because i was like i thought that it was out but no that was just a demo so 59.99 physical digital your pick now only in the in the retail space are three brand new starter packs one for splatoon 2 one for super mario odyssey and one for the legend of zelda breath of the wild Now, I want to let you know that if you already bought these games, you're not missing out on anything. Each of these games have a new guide that's built into them. So it's literally just a guide that you can get bundled into it. So nothing special, I guess, you know, for people that are new, if you want a guide, they just, you know, had them sitting around. So now you get it for free. You don't get you don't get the expansions. You don't get anything. It's just $60 for any of them. Uh, So it's there. Now, the last one is Namco Museum Arcade Pack. That's P-A-C, not P-A-C-K, because the pack stands for Pac-Man. Oh, oh, zinger. (laughs) Classic Namco. Now, this is an intriguing bundle because it has Namco classics such as Pac-Man, Galaga, Splatterhouse, Tower of Dryuga, Rolling Thunder, Sky Kid, and Tank Force that you can play. And it also has Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 Plus, which I already own because it's already available for download. But now it's in this bundle. It has both of the Pac-Man Championship Editions in them. 
that you can play. If you don't own any of them, then I guess it's a good bundle. But for me, I just love Pac-Man and you can just buy that separately um, there. But yeah, it's available $40 digital and retail. Nice. So now we're going to run through the digital downloads. I'm going to just, you know, burn right through these and then kind of like what we normally do, we'll bounce back and kind of pick out the games of the week that we really wanted to highlight, if you will. To kick it off, September 24th, we have Geico Love 100 Days. Um, This is a $10 game and it's another dating sim. So if that's your thing. September 25th, we have A Gummy's Life for $15. Oh My Godheads Party Edition for $15. South Park, The Stick of Truth for $30. The Escapists Complete Edition for $15. Think of the Children for $13. And Ultimate Chicken Horse for $15. On the 26th, we have Snake vs. Snake for $4. Mm-hmm. And then on the 27th, we have Drag- Dragalia. Dragala. Dragalia. Dragalia. I just won't say it a lot when I'm uh, when I'm playing it. And this is the game, the new IP that's going to be coming out for iOS and Android. And it's not out yet, but you can pre-order it at the moment. And I have. Then we have Alwa's Awakening. Then we have Armello for $20 and Exorder for $13. Morhone Wanted for $7. Pilot Sports for $35. Rise and Shine for 15, Towerfall for 20, Wander Song for 20, and Whispering Willows for 10. Then on the 28th, we have Demon's Crystals for $15, Jack and Jill DX for 5. Then on the 29th, we have Marble It Up for 20 bucks. And then on the 30th, we have Monster Loves You for 10. So many games this week. There are some good ones. What are you interested in? Yeah, there are definitely some good ones. So uh, Draglia Lost (laughs) is definitely what I'm looking to play. Um, It's a free to start game. So we will see what this ends up costing us in the long run. I have no idea. Hopefully not a ton. And I hope, please do not be a pay to win game. Let's just have a really good quality mobile game. I like Make us pay $5. Make us pay you know, a couple more if that's the case. I just want a real good game that's got a lot of story. Um, this is going to be an RPG that's it shares the bond in the world between humans and dragons. And you conquer your enemies and using an array of powerful attacks and all that good RPG stuff. So I am excited at the idea of this. I just don't want to pay to win. I don't like those kinds of games. I'm also super into Armello for 20 bucks. This is another one of those strategy games. It's going to be like a tabletop type game. And, and I'm really into this concept right now. None of them have come out yet that I can play, but I want these strategy games that are kind of like a game like a board game that i can use play online because i don't want it all to have to be with people in the room um but this one is going to have some online play it's supposed to be up to four players using online i believe and i'm excited at the idea that exorder seems interesting but it i i think mario and rabbits is sort of a similar you know, turn-based strategy game to this one. And I would rather just play that versus this. That's kind of the impression I'm getting. It's hard to, it's hard to tell from, from the photos and stuff that they were showing. Um, it does have cross-platform play, which I think is always cool. But for me, that's, that's the, that's the games. Those are the, 
I, I think Armello is the one I want to get. And I actually want to get the deluxe version of it. It's another $20, but it's got all the expansions. Um, and it just looks gorgeous. It just looks really, really cool. It, and I saw in a description of it that it's um, a, a, essentially Game of Thrones with animals. So it just <laughs> looks really cool. And it's just beautifully done. And uh, and I like the idea of it a lot. I just hope it it holds up to what I want. I like that. I've heard really good things about it, too. Uh, and yeah, if you get it, let me know. And maybe we can check yeah. out the online play and play some games together. Michael, we can yes. do it. Uh, I love it. You didn't want more Hoon Wanted? <laughs> no, I, it, it, no, I did not want more Hoon Wanted. It did not uh, look like it was worth the $7 that you would have to pay for that game. I put in our show notes, how did this game even get approved? I don't understand. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, miserable. Anyways, I am super excited for a bunch of games. Uh, I'm really interested in South Park, the stick of truth because I never played it. This is the original mm-hmm. 2014 RPG. 30 bucks is not too bad for a game, even though it's older. Maybe it'll go down in price over time, but that's pretty intriguing. I never played The Escapist, but I've heard great things. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that this is everything. So if I wanted to play it, it would be there. Um, you know, the stuff that I am all in on is, of course, Towerfall. You know, I'm a huge, huge Towerfall fan. What's nice here about Towerfall is if you've never played Towerfall, it's it's kind of like, an, uh, I guess it's like four player deathmatch all in one in each character has special abilities and you try to one shot kill them and, and be the last one standing uh, is it kind of like a smash brothers is that that when i was watching the trailer it seemed yeah. like that's kind of what you're doing yeah and all 8-bit okay. 16-bit style it's super fun couch co-op uh i mean it's a blast uh it, it's really amazing it's from the same team that makes celeste uh which is really great one of my other favorite games of all times on the switch um what's nice here is that this includes all of the dlc so ascension and dark world and they even went above and beyond and they made the Nintendo Switch version support six player battles and Ooh. added additional characters, which is crazy. Nice. It's usually four. So there's six. So that's cool. Uh, there, I mean, there's a bunch of other interesting games. That, like if they were really cheap, I would be interested. Like Marble It Up looks like Marble Madness. And that mm-hmm. seems cool. I don't know. But it's mm-hmm. all Towerfall for me. It's all um, the this is the police, too. I'm in. I okay. already bought it. You know, I'll see how that goes. So, and so that's get, your most you're most excited for that, then I would say. Yeah, and I'll get Dragalia nice. Lost, and and we'll we'll check that out. All right, sweet. Uh, that brings us to the most exciting part of the show. What you playing? The most highly anticipated release this week. What are we playing? Well, you know, we both tried to play Dark Souls Remaster because it snuck out in a preview network test this weekend, and. Yeah. Neither of us were able to figure out what times we were supposed to play. And I'm going to go try it out right after we record because I believe it's going to work. I didn't, I've never played Dark Souls. Have you played Dark Souls? I have not. I've heard it is extremely difficult. I'm excited to try it. And, and as you had told me before we jumped on, I, I tried it like three or four times this weekend. And every time it was like servers are down or servers are maintenance. And you said that you ended up having to look it up because you were having the same issue. And it was it's it's on and you can play it this weekend, but it's like three or four hour windows at very specific times. And I just never was in the window. So, you know, there you have it. I, I wish it was an all weekend long thing. A lot of times, you know, we hear about these things happen happening and it's like from day to day, not from hour to hour. Yeah. I don't, 
like arena of valor is just whenever so i don't yeah i don't know anyways so i am booting it up and i'm pretty excited about that uh i also did a twitch live stream where i played a bunch of paladins which we'll talk about in a second but i also booted up the demo for ultra space battle brawl which you played before i did um this game is absolutely amazing (laughs) i told you it's very good (laughs) it's so good i love it it's like disc based tet no pong it's yeah. with power up moves it's so good i love it uh i just it's wish like i had brick friends. breaker and pong mixed yeah. together it's i so mean the gra- graphically it's not anything that's gonna like blow people away but the gameplay like i was saying it was really addicting like you really start to enjoy it yeah you really do i i want people to play with me locally it's very very good so definitely check out the demo for ultra space battle brawl but besides that michael i've been playing paladins every single day i'm getting my daily rewards i'm getting the quests i twitch streamed it for a few hours i'm i got my battle pass i'm now unlocked rank mode i'm doing i'm doing i'm I'm so deep i've unlocked 12 champions i've been playing for about two to three hours every day wow nice we've got we've got to play each other in paladins i have not played it that much so you will be the the um the expert in this case and kind of guide me through but who is who is the hero who is the champion that you are you know really bonded with at this point well so there's so many different game modes it depends on what game mode i'm going into that's the thing because because if Based on the game mode, it depends if you really need a healer or not. And if you need a healer, I love being a healer. Uh, and I play as Grok. Grok. Okay. Is <laughs> um, this blue guy is pretty, pretty BA. And that one's really fun. I like Ash, who's like a uh, kind of a main frontline character. But I just unlocked this like turtle who's like super just. I unlocked his suit and it's like super awesome. Now I and now I'm starting to understand why people get addicted to these games to unlock suits and emotes and yeah. all this stuff. Uh, Absolutely, fun. it's good. Yeah, I, I, and that's the same. Re- now you see why I'm trying to get everything completed in Fortnite. It's the same idea, different type of game, but same idea. Like you, you want to. It's just a cosmetic thing to make you stand out a little bit. Yeah, and it has the same progression where you have to get crystals, but if you play every day and you unlock different battle pass things, you just get crystals. So by the end of it, they give you 100 crystals so you can basically get the next battle pass uh, season for free. So um, that's what I'm trying to oh, do. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. same same thing. Cool. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yep. Yeah, same that's idea. it. What about you? I love it. I I Nothing crazy. I mean, I've been, like I said, the the... The battle pass for, or the the season, I should say, for Fortnite ends. It was extended by two days. I believe it ends on uh, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm not sure. It ends very, very, very soon. And then the whole, this event is going to happen. And then it kicks off the next season. And there's currently all kinds of craziness happening in the game where there's this big purple cube that's showing up mm-hmm. and it's kind of moving its way throughout the game. So you're trying to figure out what is going on there. Um, I am literally too stinking kills away from getting every single challenge completed for the uh, entire 10 weeks i am i'm so close and i know i'm gonna not make it because these these two stinking kills are in two separate locations in the map and they're places people just don't go there's like there's nothing there you don't go to these spots so i just every game i go and i camp 
like a like a weirdo just hiding waiting for somebody so i can pounce out of the shadows and and get my kill and then when i do they shoot me in the face with a shotgun and i don't get my kill anyway so it doesn't really matter but um i'm just keeping my fingers crossed that i can manage to somehow complete this and then that's it i don't care anymore after that i just want one time that i get all the challenges and then next 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 season i'll do half of them i don't care but yeah it's uh i i've got all the cool suits from this season i've got all kinds of stuff going on so i've been really enjoying it but i am i think that's why i'm looking to play some of those strategy games because it's so different and such a different pace than what i'm currently playing um but that's that's where I'm at. It's it's been Fortnite every day, or day, as the as the kids say. Like we're using we're using our switches to play just free to play games, and that's it. So. <laughs> exactly. We Perfect. paid for online, paid for switches, and playing games that you can play on anything else for free uh, with no online <laughs> service required. Play, play it on your phone. It doesn't even. Matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's very true, and yeah, Paladins follows the same exact formula where they have all these challenge, they have challenges, quests, all these things, and I realized that if you get the battle pass you just get extra things. You can still do the battle pass and you can buy it the last day if you want to. And if you're at like level 50, then you unlock everything at once. But I was like, I'll oh, just give it to me. I don't know. It was like 10 bucks. But um, yeah, the people are saying they're like, oh, you don't really need it. But I was like, oh, I want it. And you get multipliers and boosters and yeah and whatnot. It's fun. I know you can go on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash James Montemagno. Um, that's where I, you probably see me. The, the one day that I went to play, by the way, I just got rocked every game. <laughs> and here you are streaming it, trying to show off. <laughs> You're just getting destroyed. <laughs> just just getting rocked. And uh, I mean, since then, I've been doing very well. And, and, and a lot of my, if you looked at my history in the game, you can see I, did, I do do extremely well overall. But that, that day, I, like the team as a whole, we were not, and the teams weren't feeling it. Now, what's cool, though, is if we create our own little team and play non-ranked mode, obviously, we will get a 10% boost because we'll be in a, our own team. Oh, I like that. I so like that's that. cool. That's yeah. cool. So that was a nice Absolutely. little little nice thing. So anyways, that's it. Anything else, Michael? Nope, that's it for me. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. If you're a brand new listener, uh, we appreciate you being here. This is a longer episode than normal, but all of our episodes are somewhat never a half an hour like we planned. <laughs> we just love it too much. Uh, we would love if you could rate subscribe review do all the things especially if you're using apple podcasts one nice thing is if you're using overcast which is one of my favorite podcast applications on ios if you share it using the share button inside of a podcast marco who creates the app tracks that and it can boost us in the game section you can also hit the star button and that will recommend it to all of your twitter friends that also use overcast so do those things and help promote the show we would appreciate it you can always follow us at Dispatch Podcast, at James Montemagno, at MS Rivette. And of course, go to NintendoDispatch.com, where you can find all the shows, all of our reviews, all of our hands-on, and of course, email us with the contact button. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.